to the OPL show for this, our first week of playoffs. This is the week of Friday, the 7th of April. If you listen to this on Thursday night slash Friday morning, it means you are mere hours away from the beginning of the OPL finals gauntlet. My name is Michael Hingersing, and it is an absolute pleasure to have your company because joining me here for the OPL show this week for the pod to end all pods, well, to start the gauntlet of pods, uh, we have, looking very relaxed today, Matthew Fish-Stewart. Hello, how are you? What are you eating this morning? Hi, I'm having another one of these uh, protein mousse cake things. They're fantastic, Hingers. It's, it's like a, the food you eat nowadays is like from a dystopian movie where like it's the future and like we're going to find out it's people. Uh, <laughs> looking very... What? It's like what? Soylent Green. It's basically... Look at that. It's Soylent Green. What he's eating. Uh, I will introduce uh, the third member of the guest because I feel like he has some comments because he's also eating these. It's Jake's Pontiberi. Yeah, I had one about half an hour ago and I hope it wasn't people because it, I'm no. on a people free it's, diet. It's the soul of vegans. That's what it it's is. It's the soul of vegans. It's, that's why it looks brown. I it's think? so gross. It's just like, you know, you know how, have you heard of that? There's actually this uh, thing you can eat nowadays. That you can order. I don't. I think it's called Soylent or something. It's it's like oh, based off the movie. It's like a, like a pun on that. Yeah. But it's just that's all your nutrients and stuff. Yeah, and it's that's just cool. some chemical compound. That's great. Not a fan. I Why like are you that. not a fan? Because it's like because I just I just like food. Food is not food. for enjoyment. You, food is for purely <laughs> energy for your body. <laughs> this guy's telling us he likes food. He's vegan. You can't yeah. eat half the stuff that you can eat. It's delicious. <laughs> it's delicious. All right. Big news this week. Uh, the top story is that our producer, the producer of the OPL, uh, Matt Bowen, you might know him as Paragon on Twitter, he has been uh, promoted out of Bronze 5 into Bronze 4. No one else is applauding? I think, I think, I think that the, I would say the gap between Bronze 5 and Bronze 4 could be one of the biggest gaps in uh, League yeah, of Legends. Potentially, because you can't go any lower than Bronze 5. Exactly. Uh, so the so floor it, of Bronze it's 5 a, is it's very a low. catch-all for uh, <laughs> the... <laughs> lower end of the competitive League of Legends community. Um, I actually just don't know how people are in Bronze 5. <laughs> that sounds mean. Obviously, some people do have to be in there. Shout out to anyone in Bronze 5 who's listening to this. Yeah, uh, but if you are, hit me up and I'll give you some real basic uh, ways <laughs> was, to climb out. It was like... It will involve a lot of dark seals. <laughs> it was like, yeah, well, speaking of that, it was quite funny because uh, Bogey came in and he was like, hey guys, big news, got promoted. And he was like, and Jake was like, oh, how'd you get promoted? And Buggy was like, oh, I'm playing Sona. And then Jake was like, first question, like not even Jake, what's your build? <laughs> and he tells us the build. Jake's like, no, that's wrong. You need to get a dark seal. You should be selling. <laughs> that's your first mistake. It was very brutal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm just trying to, you know, help me help you, Matt exactly. Bowen. Help me help you. <laughs> All right. Well, at uh, SpawnLol on Twitter, if you would like some... Uh, some advice on how to climb out of uh, Bronze 5. And don't at me if you like Bronze 3. I have no idea how to get you to Bronze 2. <laughs> but Bronze 5 to Bronze 4, I can help you. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> All right. Let us move on to our first segment of the day, which is I've got a bit of a quiz for you guys because we have now finished 10 rounds of the OPL. And Correct. Uh, eight, that is true. Yep. Correct. True or false. So we've got 18, <laughs> 10 rounds. I've already one point up on you, buddy. Uh, oh, no. I'm not going to keep score, but how many games do you think we've played uh, across this split? Fish? Wow. Um, I'd say about 80. Whoa. Nah, that's maximum game. So you... No, no, no. It's no, no. Wait, it's between four and eight games a day, so 16 a weekend. Is that right? Uh, no, it's not between four and eight games. It's uh, There's two... Uh, we've played 93 games. games. We've played 93 games. So okay. Fish was pretty close. It's between four <laughs> and six games. Four and six games. Yeah, <laughs> so to give right, you cool. some context, right, that's been about 650,000 gold has been collected across those games. And oh, nice. we've seen a bit over 2,900 kills. Um, now, these stats aren't exact because I had to retroactively get them through eSports Wiki, so... <laughs> but uh, these are the very accurate stats. So I want to know who you think has had the most kills this split. Oh, wow. 
That's Fish. a tough one. Lost. Fish, you got an answer? Three, two, one. Raise. Raise. Whoa. Given that Raze missed several weeks because of a competitive I still think ruling, so. <laughs> uh, no, Lost is the correct answer. 141 Boom. kills. Congratulations to him. Most deaths. Five to eight. Five to eight. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, no, definitely not five to eight. I'm going to go with like Guts or... Ooh, guts was up there. Yeah, Guts or maybe Seb even. <laughs> <laughs> it will... I think this is a very amusing answer. The most inting member of the entire split is... Jungler for Sin, Juves. Oh. <laughs> 127 deaths. It that was, makes sense. He's yeah. the catalyst for his team. He sends it one way yeah. or the other. <laughs> and also, you've got to remember that some other, a lot of other teams are only playing two games a week. Sin are often playing three. So he has played a lot more games than some other people, but still 127 deaths. All right, final uh, in, in this kind of quadru uh, sorry, trio of questions. Uh, most assists? Ah. Oh. Hmm. Destiny? Nah, cupcake. But Destiny was very close. Very, very close. It was like within like one or two. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's, let's move on to most gold per minute. Who do you think has the highest gold per minute? Ooh, GPM. That mm. has to be Swiffer. Ooh, really? Swiffer was very close. Very, very close. Someone has answer? more GPM than Swiffer. Mm -hmm. I'd say King. Fantix ah. is the answer. Fantix. Richard yeah. Sue, my boy. How much did he beat him by? Like three goal per minute. So oh. it was very close. It Actually, was like 444 versus 447. <laughs> Shout out to Fantix because Swiffer farms really well, but also is a kill threat. Whereas mm. Fantix has generally done one or the other, but that means his game's elevating to the next level. I'm, I'm impressed by that. Mm. All right. Uh, and uh, I'll just go through a few other stats. Um, most played champions uh, was Wizard. He played, he played 14. Other yeah. people played sort of <laughs> Not you know, surprised. nine. Eight, eight, <laughs> eight, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, most banned is obviously Camille. Uh, but who's the most played champion this split so far, gentlemen? Ooh. It has to be a support. I'm going with like Karma or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, I'd have to say. I'd actually think Jin. Correct. Jin. Well done. Really? Well done. I was yeah. going to say, if it wasn't that, it would have to be a jungler like Graves or Rengar. Yeah. You? So, but you didn't count bands in there, obviously. No, this no, was no, just no. most played. Yeah, the, okay. mo the most banned and played champion is Rengar. Rengar, yeah. Uh, he's at like a 98 or 97 point something yeah. percent. Doesn't uh, surprise me at all. Uh, all right. Now, there's a lot of champions have just played, been, been played once or twice and have uh, had, had, so therefore have a 100% win rate. Like Zillion. Your Zillion, your Trindamir, your Brand, your Jarvan. Oh, no. Brand was Cupcakes week one. Yep. Yeah. And. Damn, like, I can't believe he didn't pull it out again. That guy was on fire with that champion. So, literally, uh, and Mero for... Wow, I don't interrupt your jokes. When you go for, I like, ten minutes of the day, <laughs> this is game over. I'm already... Yeah, whatever, he is. Uh, Quinn also has 100% win rate, but uh, which champion has more than five plays and has a 100% win rate? Oof. It's a support. And uh, I'll give you a clue. It's part of a very specific pairing we've seen. Braum. <laughs> yes, it is Braum. Six plays, 100% win rate. But... Um, the most gold uh, average on champion is Azir, who got 22,000 gold. So, <laughs> on that one time. So, we'll round this out, right? This is the last question. What champion has, like, uh, the highest win rate uh, with more than 10 plays? Ooh, that's an interesting one. I'd say Varus. Mm, it's pretty close. Now, you've got to remember, Varus is picked almost every week. So, a lot of those times he was losing. <laughs> but yeah. Blinky, Blinky, shout out. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Ooh, I'm going to go with Ezreal. Was Ezreal played over 10 times? Uh, he was not, ah, but cool. Ivan was uh, the highest ah. win rate champion. That makes sense. Because only played the, 11 times. And, only yeah. the one tricks play him, really. So, <laughs> you know, shout, shout out, out to, to Shane. Yeah. Shout out to Carbon. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up our... Uh, 
our stat review uh, of the standings and split of uh, 2017. I like that, by the way. Good yeah. research. Oh, thank you. No worries. I put it together this morning. All right. <laughs> let us move on to the, the big story of the week from my mind, which is uh, obviously OPL Hair Game. Now, I put out some tweets last week saying, uh, look, I don't want to send any hair gronks to MSI. I don't want our region to be known as the... Uh, as the hair losers of the world. So I was asking the OPL players if they would um, kind of up their hair game. Funnily enough, before we start this, yeah. we as a shoutcasting team mm. sat down and we were like, what do we want to be known for? And this is a legitimately serious meeting. And every single person turns around and says to me, we want to be the fittest shoutcasters <laughs> of the world. Not the best shoutcasters. So we had a very similar conversation amongst the <laughs> casting team. Of, I don't want to say no, you know, unfit casters to MSI. So everyone's at gym in the yeah. casting team, LPL and OPL included. <laughs> so, so, okay, I mean, let's just dwell on that for a second. Who, who's a threat to us in terms of fitness worldwide? <laughs> Only the EU offers. No, sure. not even them. Not even them? Just Crepo. Just Crepo. Crepo's tweet the other day where he just took a really close-up shot of his thighs and put it on Twitter. Yeah, because, uh, no, but Crepo, like me, ha does struggle to get gains in his thighs mm. and uh, in his calf. So I, I understand the guy's uh, pain in that area because mm. I'm squatting at the moment and getting absolutely no growth. <laughs> um, but Dracos goes, uh, Deficio goes, uh, Shocks goes. Like, they go to the gym. Not a threat to... <laughs> Rusty and yourself. Yeah, but certainly <laughs> even OPL versus LPL, like you guys are dominating. Oh no, we're up against Raz. We can't beat that. <laughs> He's so little. No, right. Dom, but apparently Dom is quite strong as Dom well. So really shout strong. out yeah, to Dom. Yeah, but Dom leads, leads an active lifestyle. He like goes surfing, surfing and, and stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He's not a real couch potato like us. <laughs> Only right. emerging from our caves to go lift heavy iron bars. So guys, if we could get back to the actually the subject of hand, which is actually haircuts. Yep. Um, <laughs> I have a good haircut as well. You do. You I do. had a yeah. ray. I had a little bit of a rant about this at Pack Singers. Do you know how <laughs> difficult it is as a male in modern day society to get a haircut that isn't short sides, long on top? <laughs> no one allows you to do it. Every single time I go into a hairdresser, I'm like, make me look a little bit different. They're like, all right, we're going to give you a slightly shorter fade and slightly weirder on top. So the, so the, the, the transition for male haircuts, especially in Australia in, in 2017, really, is your short back and sides, which is kind of a version of what we've all got. Yeah. And then if you get any longer, really, it's the man bun. But I, I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of the man, like a man bun. I'm not into it. Nah. I saw a post on Reddit the other day, which was like the man bun in 2017 is like the mullet in the 1980s. You know what I mean? We're going to yeah. look back on it and feel very, very good. Yeah. But the thing is, like, and I think that the man bun only works if you have like a Viking-esque blonde beard. Oh, yeah. If you have a kick-ass blonde beard, you can rock a man bun because that stops you from looking like you belong on Chapel Street into <laughs> he might come over the side of a ship with an axe Very and absolutely ravage. So, uh, <laughs> maybe Rusty, if he starts growing out his yeah, beard, he so gets short. Beard, if Rusty can get a beard, which he <laughs> can't, um, that he can grow a man bun. That's maybe, allowed. Maybe the off-season, I'll grow a man bun and have like a samurai look. Yeah, maybe that's, that, but that's, that's a top that. knot. Yeah, it's a, oh, it's a top knot, right. Yes. I don't know. I don't Cultural know. references. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So I want to ask you guys, and also you at home, hashtag OPL show, let us know who is the best haircut in the OPL because Jubes was very quick sending me a photo when I tweeted he tweeted back like it's me and a photo of his haircut and yep. it was looking good and from every angle if I, he did the <laughs> if anyone's seen the good old 2000 film clip <laughs> the remix to Ignition by R. Kelly where the camera just rotates around his $7,000 cornrows back in those days. Uh, Jubes did the same thing, but just solo. Uh, so shout out to Jubes. Closest we're going to get to R. Kelly in the OPL. Uh, but yeah, great haircut. I also mm. think that I, 
I'm going to be a little bit biased here, mm -hmm. being of a uh, Western-oriented gentleman sure. background. Uh, I think that Italians and Greeks, because their hair grows very quickly, mm -hmm. when you f and we're used to like looking weird, right? <laughs> when you get the first haircut for that day, so like the Swiffers, the Jews, yep. even the Sebs. If Ray ever got a haircut, I would put him in the category, <laughs> but he just doesn't. Like a fresh haircut on one of those guys looks banging. Like yeah. absolutely great. Absolutely. I have to say, wizard. Wizard. I think he has the best haircut on the OPL. Wizard. I was going to say for short white people, mm. Wizard has a really good haircut. He's got a lot of natural natural beauty in his yeah, hair. Yeah, and Egypt. I like that mousy slash blonde <laughs> look. Like you've got a little bit of Ang Mo going, so you got more red than blonde. Uh, but uh, yeah, I agree. The blonde kid's not bad either. All right. Uh, so let us know your best haircuts in the OPL because maybe that could be a, a, a selection criteria also, for League of Origins. Also, shout out to Shorter Ace and Frey because I feel like they were the two mm. that actually like. Mm. They need an honourable mention yes. somewhere because yes. they're the only two players in the whole of the OPL that even give a damn what their hair looks like. <laughs> the other ones are just going to a hairdresser and say, make me look like everyone else on the street. Whereas Frey and Shorter Race were like, make me look baller. I, I quite like I quite like um, I quite like Fantix haircut. I will I will give a quick shout out to, to Swiper who had a, who has had an X shaped into the back of his head, which is Woo. I would say pretty hardcore. So my understanding of that, and Swiper, please jump online and correct me if I'm wrong because I probably am. Is that Joyce takes him to a hairdresser? That's his that's his lady friend. Yeah, and then uh, he gets sat in a chair, and the hairdresser gets just to go rampant. Oh, and uh, that's why Swiper's hair changes so much because he doesn't really mind all that much. And that's cool. Generally, if you trust a hairdresser, they give you something. Looks all right. Yeah, that's yeah. what I do when I go to hairdressers. I was like, do what you think is best because I don't do your job. Mate, it's part of modern society. You got to outsource anything that you're not capable of doing yourself. Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. You got to specialize. All right, <laughs> let's move on. I want to get to League of Origin. But first, uh, speaking of like fun content from the internet and specifically from Twitter, last week, uh, just as we were going to record, so we didn't get to talk about it last week, I think maybe, Jake, I know you, sh you, you <laughs> share this uh, opinion as well, was the best tweet. Uh, maybe of all of O's uh, split so far. And it was... All what? time. Oh, maybe all time. <laughs> maybe the best O's tweet ever. <laughs> and if was... you've got something that's better than this, please tweet it at us. <laughs> so it was it was Rogue, who, uh, if you don't know, is the support player for Sin Gaming. Famous and, for his finger guns. And he is, what uh, has he done now? <laughs> he, no, he, 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 he's done a, a, a power ranking. You know these power rankings people oh. do? <laughs> power rankings, you know, I do it at champions, <laughs> of top laners, et cetera, et cetera. It is what global it's teams. Covered, yeah. But this, it's the... It's the, it's the power ranking from 1 to 14 of fruits, right? Fruit power rankings. I'm going to go 1 down to 14. I'll read them out. But basically, this has over 30 replies <laughs> from one tweet. And it goes, mango, strawberry, grapes, apple, pear, blueberries, pineapple, peach, nectarines, banana. Orange comes in at 10. A classic fruit comes in at 10. <laughs> then we've got kiwi fruit, watermelon, cherries, rock melon. I think this is wildly wrong. No, <laughs> wildly I'm, wrong. I'm just upset that he didn't go then rock. Man. Oh look, that, that 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 was certainly talked about yeah. in the comment section. Uh, Jake, it's, it's a, I think there's a reply something about the distance between grape and banana is really <laughs> disturbing me right now. Is yeah, it? yeah. Is that one of the replies? People were not a fan <laughs> of uh, the distance between grapes. Grapes are at three, bananas all the way down at number nine. nine yeah. I mean, so in between <laughs> grape and banana, you got apple, pear, blueberry, pineapple. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on. Mango, the best fruit. It's a messy fruit. I, I hate it. I love mangoes. Mangoes are fantastic. I like, I like really? mango. Do you know what I like? And you'll be a fan of this. Green mango with chili on it. Yep. Dry green mango with chili. Off. Oh, I mean, look. Yeah. Banging fruit. Look, no, we're talking about raw fruits here. We're not talking about prepared fruits. Anyway, at Rogue OCE, if you'd like to correct but him uh, regarding his did, fruit power ranking. Did you see his tweet last night? 
No, what was, what was he so he, there's no more fruits in the sin house. So he's holding the vegetables hostage, <laughs> <laughs> and they're just on his table, and he's got finger guns pointing at them. Well, uh, the vegetable power rankings, according to Rogue's Twitter, are coming very soon. So do <laughs> oh, no. follow Young Rogue. Please, no. Again, Ooh, vegetable power Rogue ranking. OCA. What would be your top vegetable? Uh, carrot. Hundred percent carrot. Spinach. Yeah. Oh, you just love iron. Just a fan of that iron. It goes it, no. Your carrot, your capsicum. You need you need some crunchy texture in there. Spinach is too ugh, it's too soft. I don't negotiate with vegans. <laughs> See, <laughs> I I use is spring onion. Uh, yeah, that's probably vegetable. type of yeah yeah. Because mm, I just use I don't eat like I do eat a lot of vegetables, but when I cook, I don't eat vegetables. The reason for that is my girlfriend is a uh, vegetarian, mm-hmm. uh, so she just overloads everything with veggies. Uh, so then when I cook, sides. yeah, when I cook, uh, it's like something like <laughs> a s- garnish of spring onion over the top nice. <laughs> to make me feel like I have some green in there. All right, spring well, onion to stuff chicken, sir. So. Okay, well, all right, we, we are 15 minutes into the show, <laughs> so we should talk something about League of Legends now. Take away my spotlight hangers. And and I want to do a follow up to last week because we announced last week on the pod that. League of Origin is happening. Now, you've both had a week to uh, to consider your teams. And if yep. you're just joining us, you're not sure what's going on. Basically, uh, Spawn, Fish, Rusty, and Crunch are all drafting teams to represent their various regions uh, at the start of July in a kind of a, I wouldn't say casual. It's it's like a, a it's, it's it's a no. What's what's the word? It's a it's a tournament of all stars, I guess. Is kind yeah, of well, it. yeah. It's like pretty much the rugby league league, league of concept, origin, yeah. but it's the league uh, of origin, uh, yeah. league of legends, league of origin, and. Uh, no, the spawn. You're representing Victoria, yeah, and you had a lot of decisions to make because you had basically like five junglers to choose from. Yeah, I have every jungler in the league, I think, <laughs> apart from three, and then I have legitimately like every mid laner that yep. is worth a grain <laughs> of salt. Uh, I, I have overloaded positions everywhere, and, and Rusty can't even players. Rusty can't even field a roster, by the way. <laughs> uh, I think that he's. Trying to bend rules so he can play support. Yeah. Uh, Crunch has got 380 carries. I have no idea. He's got a mess of a team. Yeah. And Fish is Singaporean. I didn't even know that were part of Australia. So I'm still appealing his uh, legitimacy of being a GM of one of these teams. Yeah. So, so Fish, uh, I mean, Spawn's got an embarrassment of coaches, but who, who are you considering right now for in in, uh, in your league, in your in your drafted squad? Well, well, if you go back and look at some of the tweets just yesterday, he's favourite <laughs> of one of them. Uh <laughs> Uh, I'm actually looking at coaches first for New South Wales coaches because they will be able to draft a team much better than I can. All right. Well, I will tell you that I did go to school in, in New South Wales, so I'm available to As a coach, coach if you'd like. Oh, you nice. can, no. <laughs> the other thing is, is like what I will give away is I'm more than likely going to have more than two mid laners on my starting roster. Ooh, mm. putting somebody in the off roll. So or I might be going off rolling. Uh, is that is that which allowed? Is fun. Yeah, off rolling is definitely allowed. Otherwise, Rusty definitely can't feel the team. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to piggyback off the back of Rusty's rule, and I'm going to say I- I'm going to call it now. Two mid laners are going to make my team. Oh, because right. I have two very good mid laners that. If they missed out, I would actually be embarrassed for How many junglers are making your team? Well, I've got... I'll just give you, like... Yeah. The, I, I know that Swift is from Melbourne. Sure. I know that Claire's from Melbourne. Vantix, I know I that Vantix well. is from Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And I, I know there's a couple more as well. But th- there are some very good mid laners that are from Melbourne. And then in junglers, you've got Spooks. You've got Juves. Carbon. You've got Carbon. So you've, you've, yeah, you've, you've got a surfeit of, yeah. of choices. I know that King is the 80 carry. And, uh, you know, there are some others. But mm-hmm. as soon as your eyes get to King, you light up. I, I know a lot of pro players listen to this pod. And uh, first of all, I'd like to thank you for putting up with this. But second of all, uh, if, if you aren't, 
lucky enough to be uh, <laughs> chosen by uh, by Fish or uh, or Jake or even by Crunch, but you would still like to play. I reckon at this point, just go to Movie World, take a photo of yourself on the Gold Coast, send that to Rusty. That qualifies you. Oh, <laughs> that basically qualifies you at this point because he is seriously lacking in uh in not 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 in talent, but in terms of like broadly speaking, being able to fill a roster. Yeah. There's just not a lot of people from Queensland. And the other thing is like he's sweating about it because I don't know if you guys know Rusty, but he's quite a competitive young man. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, he's not going to enjoy losing this, especially if he loses against Fish. Uh. I mean, <laughs> who is, as we all know, an idiot. <laughs> hey, I'm right here. Why don't you fight me? All right? <laughs> none of that, none of that. We're going to keep this clean. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, Fish, what are, you, uh, what are you thinking? Just review. Give, give us a taste. Give us a taste. Jake, Jake's named some names. Just give us a taste of who's eligible. So, there's some big names. Like, we've got Swiper in the top lane. Ejim and Destiny are two really strong supports. They're oh, two yeah. really big name coaches. Well, Bensel, even the likes of Jish are a potential to be coaching. Jish? Yeah. Jish from Immortals Jish. NA Jish flying yep. back for their... Potentially. I mean, that, that'd be pretty cool. So, there's a lot of really big names. I believe Triple is from New South Wales as yep. well. So Certainly is. Um, oh, yeah. So all right. Got I, some pretty cool people. I've got like, I've got some good coaches as well. I got Timmy, of course, yep. uh, Jish's counterpart that now coaches uh, the Vault. Yep. To much better success, man. <laughs> Shout out to Vault. Uh, and then I've got uh, people like uh, Sharper from there. Mm -hmm. I think uh, Sipnath is from there. Yep, so Sipnath. I've got some good coaches as well. All just right. hanging around in the woodwork. Well, it is June 3 and 4, and it's going to be held in Sydney at uh, the ESL Studios, I believe. Yep. And uh, if you are listening to this hashtag OPL show, let us know where you are from and who you would draft into your team. Now, specifically, if you're not from also one of the one of the teams being represented, let us know if you are from Perth and you can field the team. Yeah. Or WA, I should say. Well, let me let me know if you're a fanatic. If you're a Vic fanatic, like if you are willing to like face paint and get a jersey and like dance in the front row fanatic, like <laughs> I don't want no like if, if you put your hand up as a fanatic and then I do some things for you and I don't get any fanatic behavior out of you, be very upset. <laughs> but if you're a Vic fanatic, tweet at me, let me know. Excellent stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, th 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 this uh, League of Origin is going to see both uh, Spawn and Fish as well, Rusty and, uh, and uh, Crunch, uh, face off in the arena of League of Legends. But I'm told that this week uh, there was a more physical face-off <laughs> between the two of you. Oof. What a segue. What a segue. He's good, isn't he? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a replacement, please? So what happened was, right, uh, my understanding is what happened was, uh, now, Spawn, you've been going to the gym for a while, and yeah. you've been... Do you want to know how many days? I've yeah. actually got it on my rock clock. 137 days. days. 137 days? Is that what the rock says? I'm pretty sure it's 137 days. And, 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 Tell and, me if I'm and wrong. And the reason you've done that is obviously because you want to better yourself personally, uh, in a physical way, and, and you're and you're keen to like, hey, you know, meet your personal best. So you set a date to, to achieve something. There's 137 days. So there's some days. So what happened when you uh you when you mentioned to to fish that you were going for your personal best? Yeah. So what I wanted to do, like, I I've hit a couple of plateaus, so I wanted to try and push through them in like sets of ones or sets of five. So I just mentioned it to the group, and then fish jumped on board, wanted to get involved, and then as everything when uh, there are young males around, somehow it got competitive. <laughs> And then Rusty, before I had known it, had just taken over. He's drafted a rule set. He'd organized like a camera crew to come out. He's like drafted a full day. Like we had to be here at this time. We had to have pre-workout that was measured beforehand at this time. There was like just this. I wasn't allowed to stick a finger in Fisher's belly button. There was like a, there was a draft of like rules that I just never knew existed when going for PBs at the gym. So uh, it was interesting. So, so it, it became a lift off between the two of you. Yeah, and, a strength uh, challenge. What do, what, what do we call? It? 
<laughs> Strength Wars, I think. Strength Rusty's Wars, calling I think. It. Rusty's right. calling but it. But I just call. The, it, I want to be big and strong like Rusty challenge. Yeah. No, no, not to not to spoil the results of this, but I believe that <laughs> a camera crew was sent. Uh, now, and this is to be clear, this is not official right content. But <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> absolutely not. But uh, uh, a camera crew was sent, and uh, there's going to be some uh, revealed uh, challenges and content made out of this. I believe. Yeah. I think that <laughs> Should we give away the exercises? Yeah, we can give away the exercises. So what happened is we got to pick two exercises each. Yep. And then Rusty picked an exercise. So I've been told we can't give out the final exercise which Rusty picked. Hmm. But what did you pick? So I picked uh, five by five squats and overhead press. Uh-huh. Why did you pick them? Because those are my two strongest lifts. Okay. Also, right. I had never done a squat in my life until two weeks ago. <laughs> I do leg press instead. He knows that. And I don't have very good shoulders either uh, from actually an injury, which is now recovered. So I, I did it all right in those ones. But just want to forewarn everyone watching and expect hey. big things from me, not the exercises I was looking for. I, on the other hand, went with... Shut up, you. I, on the other hand, went with preacher curl, mm -hmm. which is a form of bicep curls where your arms are wedged against the bench. And I also went with... Pull-ups, overhand pull-ups. Chin had to be above the bar, I was told. It's funny how my two ones are two standard lifts that are used to compare strength, though. Yeah. Whereas preacher calls and pull-ups, whoo, yeah, where they come uh, from? He's a gym hipster. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I'm sure you can find these guys on social media and uh, follow their exploits, uh, physical and otherwise. And uh, there's kind of a competitive theme in today's pod because uh, week 10 coming to an end also means we are now at the end of our tipping comp. And uh, um, I, I mean, look. Unlocked. Imagine <laughs> if you went with Avant-Garde too wide, told everyone why you did it. Everyone told you you're an idiot. And then Avant-Garde won 2 one Just imagine that for a second. <laughs> now imagine on top of that that it gets you out of last place on the tipping cop and secures you non-cosplay. Thank you. So, Jake, uh, you're not cosplaying? No, definitely not. Because I got the tipping right. I know I'm not cosplaying because I had an early lead in the tipping comp and uh, you were unable to pull it back, which means the cosplayer uh, that the, the, uh, the tipping gods have chosen for us, this split is going to be Matthew Fish Stewart himself. Yay! <laughs> and I would like <laughs> listeners to tweet in hashtag OPL show or even at Fish himself, at Maxi. Let him know what you want him to cosplay as. Did uh, we not get any... This we had, we, well, we had a few. We certainly had a few. Uh, like, uh, no, no, Fish, before I go through them, though, what are you, I mean, what, what, what is your, I mean, what's your history of cosplay? Because there are some photos <laughs> floating around. <laughs> cosplayed Little Red Riding Annie. <laughs> is that all? That's all I've cosplayed. That's, I mean, what about this? There's a Cinderella, is Cinderella cosplay? That's more of a Halloween, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, God. That what, what, I, I want to challenge you guys. I don't want you to tweet me a photo of just like... Annie, mm. I, I need you to go the step further. I need to know what fish would look like as Annie. Yes. So get Photoshop out, get MS Paint out, whatever you I'm, need to do. I'm pretty sure you can go up to my desk and you see a photo as me but as like, Annie's spot. All right, and, 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 or as Kindred or something. Like, yeah, I need ooh, fish kindred. in the photo somewhere. And I'll put in money for this. If, 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 there's a, if there are cosplayers out there who are willing to work with fish, I don't know what your day rate is, but I'll, I'll chip in some cash money. I'm on TV. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll give you... I got, I got money to waste. They're on what? SBS yeah. 2. SBS 3. Yeah. Uh, the, the third one, right? The one that's never on TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'll... Uh, I'll, <laughs> the I'll, I'll no, Fish, look. I, I will openly pay for... If you're a cosplayer who's, who's looking for some work and you want to dress Fish up either as, for example, as Pabu suggested, Fish Fortune. Or Ooh, as... Ooh, um, that'd be cool. As Lultai suggested, Frost Queen Janna. Or uh, as... No. Uh, as <laughs> 
as uh, Zora suggested, Koinami. I mean, there's a lot of different ones out there. Uh, Archangel t- 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 uh, tweet- tweeted in saying, why doesn't he just cosplay as Jake Spontoberry? Look, whatever Ooh. the issue is, uh, whatever it's the suggestion been done is. Before. People have cosplayed as me before. I will, uh, I'll, 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 I'll chip in for a cosplayer to, to work with you, Fish. This if you're funny. based in Sydney, please get in contact with me at Hingerslol. I see a reoccurring theme, though. All, all the suggestions are asking me to cosplay as a female character. Look, I don't, I don't think you I have think you to should be. do Godfist Lee Sin. Ooh. I'm just looking at you right now. I think you could get a good Godfist Lee Sin out there. But all I right. can't kick anymore. That's <laughs> all right. <laughs> Hashtag OPL show. Let us know because, my goodness, I want to see this happen. And uh, get in contact with me if you're a cosplayer who, who thinks they can make a fish costume. Uh, cosplay, I should say. All right. <laughs> Let us now get to our Friday roast for, uh, I guess, the first week of Gauntlet. And Jake... What's going on today? So I, I was thinking about this long and hard, and I've been, I actually admitted beforehand, I actually don't have a roast. Uh, however, I am going to roast someone, and it's going to be someone that people don't expect, Isn't someone right? behind the scenes, because we saw a different side to Michael Hing oh on boy. the weekend. <laughs> a certain piece of equipment was taken away from him by suggestion of yours truly, Jake Sport Tiberi. And the piece of equipment... Is the worst ever prompter of all time. <laughs> I think Higgins, you can get a board on this. So Riot Benji is the one being roasted. Because I feel like he was holding us back. I had to go through it as a host. I had to use the crappy prompter. You had to use a crappy prompter. That's why we have the stupid silver keyboard on the desk that we hidden spacebar for. Right, Benji, get a better damn auto cue for us to be able to read off. So uh, just to explain this to, to, to people who, who may not be au fait with uh, production values in a studio like this, basically, to remember a script, or we don't have time to learn these scripts because we do, you know, twice a week kind of thing. So basically what happens is we write our scripts and then there's like a, a weird kind of mirrored contraption with an iPad yeah. or, or a tablet computer thing that reflects it over the lens of the camera. So it looks like I'm looking at the camera and reading out, uh, but, but in actual fact, I'm, I'm reading off a screen there, right? People know what an auto cue is. Yeah. Uh, but the pro- and now usually what you would happen in, 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 uh, in, in, in sort of TV and production is showbiz. You'd have, showbiz <laughs> is you'd have an auto cue operator, right? Someone to stand there and, be, and, and roll it through and be like, hey, you're up to this place, we'll move along. That's what newsreaders use. That's kind of where it came from. Now, uh, what we had though was we had an iPad that you press spacebar on and you had to set it to a time and then whatever you did, it just kept going. And it was going. No, it, it didn't matter whether you <laughs> Stab it over a word. <laughs> yeah. You just lost half your paragraph. And, and I will say that as someone who like tries to write jokes and tries to make things interesting, a lot of the time, speed and delivery are very important because you need to emphasize certain words and slow down on certain things and then pause and then hit a punchline or whatever. But instead, this is like, no, nope, you hit the space bar. Let's go, boys. <laughs> and just, so I don't know if you want to watch the first like eight weeks of OPL, but basically it's me struggling <laughs> to like keep up with this autocue that's been set to a basically random speed. <laughs> I feel like the autocue was, was tying you down here. So yeah. you went off the rails last week. So then we, we had a meeting. We decided to kill the auto queue. I'm hoping it's somewhere like beaten to a pulp because uh, I hated Dead. it when I was at the desk as well. Uh, and now Hingers has been unchanged. Unchanged Hingers, thanks to Jake Swantiveri and Matthew Bowden, and of course bad auto queue. In all seriousness, though, the auto queue was a last minute dis- ditch request. No, that yes. he was legitimately like, we haven't even hired a person to do this. And I was like, I need it. I need it right now. So he went out and got me a solution. So yeah. hats off for the solution, yes. even if it was a shit one. No, that's true. That's true. We should say that, that, that Benji did find a very quick solution to a, to a problem. <laughs> to a very immediate problem that he did not 
though existed. And, and I should say as well that uh, it wasn't. Uh, uh, you do get a chance to rehearse the speed going in, but it's not the same. It's not the same. And the other <laughs> thing is, like, uh, uh, and what is it? A bad works a craftsman uh, plays his tools. tools. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. So a works here is uh, here is two hosts <laughs> blaming <laughs> their tools at their disposal. <laughs> all right, so no more on IQ for the rest of the split, I reckon. Uh, all right, <laughs> let us whatever's left of it. <laughs> Hey, um, now that we're at the end of the, the split and heading into Gauntlet, I want to ask you guys about awards. Because every year, we hand out awards. At the, the Timmy, Car uh, Timmy Wendelli yeah. Award for Most Improved. The Carbon Award for Most Improved. <laughs> um, and and, and, and uh, listeners, I want to get your thoughts as well. So what awards should we be handing out this year? Now, the classic ones are you know, Most Improved, MVP, you, you know, we'll give you about your radio medal winner, etc. Rookie et of the Year. Rookie of the Year. But what, what are some other ones? I mean, we're going to be talking about like Best Trash Talk, Most yeah. Fire Tweet, etc., Best at social media. Best at social media. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, let's talk about some nominations for that. Is that Oof. does does YouTube count as social media? Because if so, like five to eight's he gotta be won that by a yeah, So even Ray's tweeted out saying, if five to eight doesn't win the social media award, I, I will be pissed. Now, yeah, the, well, the, the definition though is whether or not YouTube counts. I it think YouTube has counts. to. Yeah, yeah that's yes. social media. Yeah, uh, and even if it doesn't, he puts it on his Twitter, and you can watch it there natively. Thank you very much, Twitter. Uh, <laughs> so I, I I actually think yeah, that's a, that's a no brainer for me. I'm more into like. Like the best post-game interview, and ah. for me, like Rogue's interview, <laughs> where I swore once, and, and then he just ran away with it, was maybe the best interview <laughs> I've ever done as a uh, shoutcaster. That that to me was. 10 out of 10. I, I will say uh, best best desk segments. Uh, I'll, I'll shout out to T-Gun, who's, who's been quite informative despite the, mm. and has been a great sport about me hanging shit on his team the entire split, yeah. which, has been, which has been really lovely. Uh, I've also really enjoyed uh, Juice coming on a couple of times. He's been really fun. But I will say, like, the... like. Best at throwing shade where I have had my dams explode afterwards because of shit people have said on the desk. That's, that's got to go to Egypt because he has popped off on the desk. He's done it a couple of times. He said a few things, which in the, in the moment, I just kind of passed through because he doesn't say it aggressively. But then later, oh, people on Twitter... Very upset. <laughs> yeah, Adrian has a way to rattle the masses. I think Absolutely. it's more than fair to say. Yep. Uh, I, I think that the other thing, like, you have to... Like most, I, I like doing fun things. Like most likely mm. to be a shoutcaster in the future, Ooh. and then like Carbon came on and like absolutely blew us away. And I was like, well, that's yeah. not an award anymore. Like <laughs> stuff that. Uh, like, do you guys have? A, do you guys have a, a first blood best? award? Ooh. I, I don't know who's got the first, first blood. blood the most. Yeah. Well, Juice, Juice, like has changed his Twitter name several times to First Blood King. Uh, <laughs> so he's a he's, he's I a don't feel like Juice changes like, his. Twitter handle every two days, fingers. There's no surprise there. <laughs> yeah, he does get first blood. He doesn't get first blood. Can you give yourself <laughs> a nickname? A, a name? <laughs> I, I, as a, as a I quick aside, there was a guy in my high school whose name was Mike, and he arrived at high school, and he said, hey, guys, my nickname is, everyone at my old school calls me The Chef. And we are like, oh, that's weird. So he started calling him The Chef. Then we met some guys from his old high school, I didn't call him the chef at all. He just invented his own nickname. Why did he call the chef? So if you're gonna choose your nickname, why choose the chef? He wasn't even like into cooking. It was so weird. Anyway, shout out to Mike if he's listening. Uh, so, what about best play? I would say early on that EGM double kill Baron Steel in maybe week yeah. one or week two was pretty, pretty up there. I think that's best there, play in the OBR. Nah, there was a really good Spokes kick. I hang a lot of... <laughs> I, I throw some shade at Spooks' as Lee Sid, let me tell you. But before he ran away from playing it because of my insults that were thrown his way. Because I just mentally scarred the man forever. He had a Lee Sin kick in mid lane at about 20 minutes of game one versus Direwolves, which was 
Oh, you mean like early on? Yeah. Earlier, this is week one. It was like popping off. Good. Oh, yeah. We could also give an award for most number of solo kills. I don't know if that's series anymore, but that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Best, best import. Yeah. Best import. Best import. Oh, that's good. So we have like best best local, best uh, yeah. best import. So who, who, who's in contention Sixth for... Sixth Man of the Year award? Oh, best reserve. Your best reserve <laughs> player. Like, Oh, there's five of them on the Chiefs. How do we sort <laughs> that one out? Pac-Man has to win that. <laughs> yeah. uh, but like, I mean, there's been other reserves that came in. Mid-Beast had a couple of really good weeks. Chris mm. had a really nice Cassiopeia game. Mm. Choo-choo's filled in for Legacy. Rioma, I feel like he's uh, he went from... Yeah, like he went, he went from sub to like playing on yeah. main roster though. Mm. We already said rookie, but I don't yeah. even know how you pick rookie anymore. There's so many good how rookies. How many rookies have we got? <sighs> at the I mean, yeah, for example, Rioma, like we just mentioned, Series, who we just mentioned, Cupcake you know, stands Cupcake. Out. Yeah, yeah, wow. Blinky, yeah. There, is, it, is this Lost's first year as well? Nah, nah. See, he played a split before. Oh, right. Uh, mm. Did he win rookie last year? Ooh, I don't remember. I don't think so. Or did Ray's so. win rookie last I year? I think Ray's won it. Yeah, Ray's had to have been rookie last year. That man mm. was a monster. I think Lost, Lost was really hyped coming into last week, but just didn't live up to it. Well, so thing, this, but yeah, he, he was is. at school at the same time. So it's kind of like Pabu, right? Mm. He, like Pabu has the potential to win rookie of the split, but will he actually do it? Probably not. Uh, so like yeah I just think we have so many damn only comes to mind like what a slept on player only is yeah. really good as well alright well let us know the awards you'd like us to give out we'll, give, we'll, we'll be uh, awarding them at our finals uh, announcing them I should say yeah, and let us know who you would want to win them hashtag OPL show or tweet at us or you can email us at OPL show at rightgames.com uh, now let us get into the meat of this because we're recording this on Thursday and tomorrow night, or if you're listening to this on Friday, tonight, uh, we begin the gauntlet, ladies oh no. and gentlemen, which is uh, fifth playing fourth, fourth, it begins tomorrow night, avant-garde versus sin. Now, what I want to do, because we're, we're going to be, this is the last pod we record before the actual final, which is next Sunday, yeah. or Sunday week, I should say. So I want you guys to be predicting as we go through how this is all going to play out. So Ooh. we're kicking things off with AV versus Sin. Now, Jake, last time we spoke about this, you were the only one on this desk who predicted AV to win over Sin, and they did indeed do that. They beat them 2-1 on the weekend. And that was what's on my tips. Mm. I know on the show I said 2-0. I like to be a little bit more boisterous <laughs> than maybe I feel on the show. Uh, but 2-1 was my official tip that went in. And you got the perfect score. And I'll have you registered as a 2-1 perfect week. <laughs> So this th 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 tonight, though, oh, sorry, or well, Friday night, I should say, yeah. it's going to be a best of five between AV and Sin. And do you think the same kind of dynamic will play out? One hundred percent. Like okay. the thing for me is that Sin is so much better in the early game. So mm. hats off to them. Their laning phase is much better. But AV just don't give up. They're like so mentally tough. Well, this is and what Blinky does. He says yeah. we have mental fortitude over them. Yeah, exactly. They're so mentally tough, but they're also just like. Obviously, they have a dog, so they're like a dog with a bone. <laughs> they just like they just sit there and wear you down, wear you down, wear you down until they get the team fight they're looking for. Then they run over the top of you, get themselves back in the game, and then just win from there. I think that in a best of five, that kind of play style actually works because you have to think that if this happens game one or if it happens game two, we're talking about like five hours of games that we could potentially get out of these two teams, which if you are already, in my opinion, a little bit stronger mentally... Mm. As time goes on, that just increases. So I think this is going to be a long... I'm expecting to go full distance. 3-2. Mm -hmm. I expect this to be one of the closest series ever in O's. And I'm expecting AV to, on the backs of the Bash Bros, <laughs> the biggest guys in the OPL history, uh, just 
Jake deadlifting his team over the line uh, <laughs> is going to be able to win. So you're, you're picking AV3-2 over Sin Correct. Gaming. Now, Fish, let me throw it over to you. You were very confident this Sin victory over mm-hmm. the weekend, as was I, which we were proven wrong. Confident enough to cosplay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so do you have you been uh, brought around to the church of uh, AV? So I was taking a look at it. You know, it was... Uh, 2-1 victory for Avant-Garde. It was really hard for long games. I think we went for like three hours of mm-hmm. almost game time. But, you know, coming into the gauntlet, it's going to be under an hour and a half game time in Symbol 3-0. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> He's done the spawn! That's cheating! How do you do that? Under under, under an hour and a half game time. Not so so you reckon... Now, I reckon Sin so were holding their cards to their chest. Minutes. Let me yep. get this right. They've played five maps. Sin have won one of them. Yep. And they're going to win three more without AV taking it. They are going to finish this season defeating Ivanka in the gauntlet, but still losing more games to them. <laughs> three zero to Sin Gaming. 90 minutes game time. That's fish. Now, I, uh, let's go a bit deeper into this because, uh, uh, Spawn, when I was talking to you about this, you were saying, look, um, what happens is Sin get ahead early. Yep. And a good team will take calculated risks after that in order to like edge out uh, you know, smaller yeah, so and like, advantages. So like the idea behind it, right, is like you start winning the map, you start taking over the jungle. Then all of a sudden Shern's like, support, come with me, mm. calculated risk, we're going to meet their jungler at the sure. Raptor camp, we're going to kill him, we're going to get back control of my jungle, I'm going to be able to pick up like 600 gold, and then like you get 600 gold back of like your 5,000 gold deficit. So that's what like a Die yeah. Wolves will do. This is what a Die Wolves will do. Mm. Or they'll be like, we know they're going towards Baron. We can't contest that. We have good enough wave clear because we're running Anazir comp. For we're example. going to go towards Dragon. Pick up a Dragon against the Tide because, you know, maybe it's an Earth Dragon or maybe it's a Fire Dragon. It gives us some scaling or it's an Ocean and it gives us the way to get back in the mm. game through Sustain. So then they start taking trades around the map. They're looking for picks. AV, on the other hand, sit underneath their turrets and they're like, <laughs> just bring the waves to us, boys. Don't worry about it. We're not going anywhere. And then they run these comps that are such a pain in the backside <laughs> that you actually can't die for them. And Pinch does very well. I mean, if you talk to Blinky about it, he, he thinks that Pinch's late game drafting is good. He thinks that the laning phase does suffer at times. Mm. But so that's, that's what I see out of AV. They just sit underneath the turret. It takes them longer to get back into the game. That's why all the games are going to 45, 50 minutes. Yep. But that is how they play it out. But in the right. words of Jews, lose is improve. So they just lost, they have improved. Oh, so you, but winning is a habit. So they just <laughs> lost, so they don't have the habit so of winning. So they have to make the habit to win the gauntlet. You know, I will say that uh, after that 2-1 loss on the weekend, Juves and a few others on Twitter said, look, some of these champs we hadn't really played or split, we hadn't really practiced them much, we hadn't really scrimmed them. I don't know if, uh, how believable that is. But, I mean, because once you're a pro player, you've played everything, right? Yeah. Do you remember when we played with do you remember when we... You weren't there, Jack, but uh, when we were in Europe and in Barcelona yep. and we played the 1v1 tournament. Yep. And we played Where you costed Oceania a victory over Europe. Yeah, I, I remember. I didn't know that the health cubes were health you, cubes. You, Rusty sorry. and Froskerin, let me down. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, so... <laughs> what? That's everyone. How did he cost you? <laughs> yeah, it was... Look, it was not that... But we, we, we played a couple of different... Um, uh, games versus the, uh, the EU casters and including which I thought was unfair because in their EU casting team for that tournament they had Mithy like yeah. G2 Mithy which he's a small player who lost what? thank no, you no, very much not, not in the 1v1 tournament <laughs> to me not in the 1v1 tournament <laughs> but in the Assassin's tournament in the Assassin's game we played where it was just Assassin's they picked Katarina I think I don't we picked what, Lee Sin we picked Lee Sin did we? oh no it was, the, it was the all for one tournament sorry yes. yeah. we, were just, we all had to pick the same champion we picked Lee Sin which I was like hey guys can we just pick something easy for me to play and then Rusty was like we're going Lee Sin <laughs> like, <laughs> I believe that was Froskin by the way <laughs> <Sure. All right. laughs> 
Well, anyway, similar voice. And then what happened was uh, afterwards, Mithy was like having a great joke with us, and he's like, because they won, and he and, and he's like, oh man, this Katarina, I haven't played her ever before, and I was like. That's a lie. <laughs> that is straight up a lie. You're a professional player. As if you've never played Katarina before. But that was a brand new cat change. Yeah, but he was saying, like, I hadn't ever played the champion One at all. game of Katarina That's ever. what he said. That's what Oof. he said. Yeah. Well, well you've been called out. Mithy obviously not <laughs> listening to this, but someone tweeted at him. He is just saying you're a liar, and he wants a rematch in the 1v1. <laughs> I'll take it. Leeson versus Katarina. Next, <laughs> next All-Stars. <laughs> Make it happen. All right. So, uh, Fish. Under 90 minutes game time, Sin versus AV. Sin's going to win. So that means Sin then go on to play Chiefs. Yep. Right? The next night. This is Saturday, 5 p.m. And who's going to win that? So here's where it gets spicy. Okay. Oh, I can save you some time as well. You know, I'm going to take a little bit of the spawn path and talk for a little bit of an extended period of time here. Sure. Go for it, mate. I'm comfy. Look at it. Last year, Sin beat Chiefs twice in the regular season. This year, Sin beat Legacy twice in the regular season. They are the kryptonite for the top three teams. Mm-hmm. Sin are making it all the way to the finals. It's going to be under an hour and a half. Chiefs are going to be taking out 3-0. You're an <laughs> idiot. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Just I A team to. that has never lost a best of five domestically whilst they have been called the Chiefs <laughs> is not only going to lose a best of five, which I already feel is a stretch, they're going to lose it without picking up a map. <laughs> that is what he's saying. Yep. You're an idiot. It's three zero. You're Sin, a dead set a moron. <laughs> so, all right, I know you. I know. I know you're basically a meme now, fish. But where, how, how? How? Like, I, I'm not going to let you get away with this. 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 Uh, <laughs> this mockery of the of the uh, tipping system. So, how will Sin possibly beat Chiefs? In all honesty. I feel like their solo lanes, they won't be able to win the lane itself, but they'll be able to stand up to their counterparts. I think Flares will be able to stand up to the Swiper. Ah, <laughs> oh, that is actually the stupidest thing you've ever said. I also continue. feel like Ryan McKinnon did the same thing to Swiffer. The part where I think is going to be difficult for Sin is actually going to be the jungle, where I think Spooks will be able to take that matchup quite well, especially with the Spooks help of Swiffer. Okay. Mm-hmm. However, in the bottom lane, Although Raze and Ejim, I feel like, are two much stronger players themselves, I feel like FBI and Rogue work a lot better together. Right. So in the this is lane. an individual versus team mechanic, but you're still saying there that. Uh, so you think the only place the Chiefs win is. Oh, we, yeah, jungle. Is in the jungle. Hang on a second. But I don't understand how going even <laughs> wins you the game. Because <laughs> three times in a row, you put them on tilt. <laughs> that does not tilt the Chiefs. The Chiefs in 30 minutes will still walk out of landing phase and just be a better macro team at even. No. <laughs> Juve's going to smack everyone. <laughs> you just said Juve was the weak point. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Wait. So let me tell you how this actually goes. Ryoma is a rookie. Yeah. FBI is a rookie. Yeah. Swift has been doing this for five years. Mm. and is probably the best player that's ever come out of O's. He needs mm. to stop soon. Five years is a bit too long. Um, like, I'm, I'm talking about people like Keane, Veritas. They've all played in O's. Swiffer mm. is better than them. Uh, and I think that ever betting against... like I can understand the Chiefs losing. Don't get me wrong. But mm. they will pick up games because Swiffer will refuse to let his team lose like that. <laughs> He's a pri- uh, proud man. They're also going back to his shot calling, which has been historically when the Chiefs are at their best macro. Mm. Swiper, confidence player, coming back very confident. Uh, Egypt and Rays solo killed their lane three times in a row. They were four levels above Tainted Mines the other week. 
who, by the way, was giving Sin difficulties. So I I don't see it. This is a 3-1, I'm going to say to the Chiefs. Sin are good enough to get a game. Right. They'll play aggressive once, but uh, the Chiefs will not lose. Okay. Well, they, I mean, AV were able to take a, a, a game off the Chiefs when they played against them in the regular season. AV didn't. Sin did. No, AV did as well. No, did they? Yeah, AV took a game mm-hmm. of Chiefs. Yeah, really? Sin did as well. Yep. When? Uh, whenever the, whatever week it was they played them. No, they game one was very, very no. quick. Game two was protracted, drawn out. Blinky took death by a touch on Ezreal, but they still lost. All right. Well, I apologize then. Um, Jake, how, Jake, you you said that AV... AV won't get a game. Right. So AV play long, patient League of Legends and uh-huh. rely on macro. The Chiefs are better at that gameplay. So I think that if it's Sin versus Chiefs, Sin will burst out of the gates one game, get a good early game and snowball it. And the Chiefs will lose in the fashion that I talked about before. Uh, but AV will play a long, protracted, drawn-out style and Chiefs are just better at that All style. Right. So then day three, the winner of that will be a taking on Legacy. Now, you, Fish, think that Sin go through the Chiefs round and mm-hmm. then they go to take on Legacy. Obviously, they've beaten Legacy twice already. Do they beat them again? So, regardless of who's playing against Legacy, whether it's Chiefs, whether it's Avant-Garde or Sin, I don't actually think Legacy deserve to be at the second spot right now. I think that they've had a quite abysmal later half or latter half of the split besides the fact that Claire has really stepped up. Mm-hmm. I don't think Carwin has performed very well. I think their bottom lane really has, but I don't think Tally has been that strong carry player they've needed either. And it just feels like they've really underperformed, like we said a couple of weeks ago, for the roster that they have. And I feel like that latter half of the split should have cost them so much more than it has. In saying that... Um, whoever does step up from the Chiefs or Sin game, I think will be able to take the matchup 3-2. Mm, Sin take that 3-2, did you say? I think Sin or the Chiefs would win that 3-2. All right, interesting. So you don't think Legacy's going through to the final? No, I don't think Legacy will make Ooh. it to the finals. Feel free to tweet at him, uh, Legacy players listening. He has no faith in you. So Spawn, for you, you think Chiefs are going through that second day so that when they take on Legacy, is it going to be a rematch, a, a repeat of last year's finals? Will Chiefs take it 3-0? I mean... The thing about these two teams is it's going to be who shows up on the day. Mm. We already saw that when Chiefs absolutely blew... Uh, Legacy absolutely blew Chiefs out of the water two-zero. in this regular season. And it wasn't a close 2-0. Ooh. I, I mean, oh, game one... was pretty close. But they never really looked like they had a sniff. Mm. They, they kept losing team fights. And then it was in their base, even when they were winning team fights, they couldn't push out. Like, they never really looked like they were going to win that game. They looked like they were just holding on for dear life. Yeah. Uh, cutting off body parts to survive as boulders <laughs> were falling on them. Uh, and then <laughs> that was when ledge. Claire really came into form and then last year in the finals Spooks just absolutely took over the whole of Summoners Rift people say like he was able to beat Carbon sure he did out jungle Carbon but he outplayed everyone on Mm. Summoners Rift that day Mm. so it really depends who shows up I think in current form, I kind of agree with Fish. Legacy historically has relied on three winning lanes to win the map. I don't think they have that versus the Chiefs, so I think it's going to be a tough match. I think it's going to be a 3-1 to the Chiefs, but in saying that, if Legacy come out and 3-0, I will not be surprised because pound for pound, they are still one of the best teams in the league. Mm. They just have to show up on the day, which they have not done so far, but they're going to be well prepared for this best of five. Well, the thing is that, 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 that we've talked about all split about how Legacy's bot lane and how uh, Cupcake and Lost just have a synergy But in they're rookies. Mm. Playing best of threes week to week, real easy. Mm. Especially when you're like, we've got AV, but then we've got like, 
XL5, then we're playing Abyss, and we have to lift for the Chiefs game. Like, you get to take mental breaks in these little best of uh, threes. Best of five is a completely different ball game. You've been training for one team. The pressure is now on. You have your, like, set picks that you're going with. Best of five, whole different landscape. Now, and if and AV get through with Legacy, those get through to Legacy, though, do you think Legacy beats AV? Mm -hmm. okay. I think that Legacy be able to take down AV. But um, even uh, in all seriousness, if the Chiefs go up against Legacy, and you take a look at the bottom lane now, Rays and Egypt are working a lot better than yeah. they since they've gone for their boot camp in America mm. than they did before that. Well, we've only seen two games, and they were against a team that is now in Promo Rello. So, but you know, sure, sure, but we also saw Legacy play against a team that was below them on the ladder mm. and not clean them up as quickly. Yep. Mm. And we saw Diwolves play against the last place team and lose two early games. Yeah, but that's so Blitzcrank. Th it doesn't count. It does <laughs> <laughs> How does that not count? No, I just mean like like Diwolves are. Uh, I think they are very much a team that play to the meta. So I think our weakness that Diwolves have is not is 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 these cheese picks, right? Because they take the game very seriously in a kind of like we copy Koreans kind of but way. They legitimately picked around the Blitzcrank in game two. Mm. They picked Ezreal as their eighty carry they to not be able to be hooked in. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. If that's really their concern, they should have banned the Blitzcrank. Mm. I don't believe that for a second. I think that Direwolves just had mental lapses in the early game and got mm. caught out in stupid positioning. And whether you're Blitzcrank or whether you're Thresh, which is a legitimate pick <laughs> that both uh, Destiny and Aegean play a lot, you die if you go Ward alone the way they were. So I really do think that, you know, that wasn't just a one-off situation, that this is something that the Diables should be legitimately concerned about. The Chiefs won their best of three in 40 minutes game time. They looked on fire. So that means, uh, Spawn, you think that... Uh the Chiefs go through to that grand final versus Die Wolves on mm -hmm. Sunday, uh, Sunday week, and and uh, Fish, you think it's and Fish, you think it's uh, legacy. Uh, sorry, you think it's Sin that goes through to Sunday week's grand final. Mm -hmm. He's running the Cinderella gauntlet. The Cinderella story. Does it stop there, Fish? <laughs> Do they finally get rid of the glass slipper? Find out next week. <laughs> <laughs> right, hashtag OPL show. Let us know who you think will be appearing in the uh, in the gauntlet and through to the grand final. We'll talk about that on next week's pod. But as we round out this show, Fish, it is time for the mailbag. So, uh, my dyslexic friend, what have you got to read, for <laughs> read out for us today? Well, I will try. And we have a couple of emails, I believe, that have come in here today. The first one comes from Elam. It says, greetings, my name is Elam. Um, and here is my question. I had to skip through a lot because I'm dyslexic. Uh, <laughs> I, am an, I am an instructor for Oceania. For those who don't know what an instructor is, it's a volunteer on the Oceanic boards who heavily gives gameplay and strategy advice to other players. And I was wondering if you had one main piece of advice for me to pass on to who might potentially be the future generation of OPL players from a gameplay and strategy perspective, what would it be? Ooh, well, first of all, thank you for your service. You're doing, uh, you're doing some good work there on the boards. I know things can get uh, pretty spicy on there sometimes, so I do appreciate your patience and your hard work. But I, uh, uh, I mean, what level are we talking about here? I mean, because Jake obviously is very good at getting people out of Bronze 5 into Bronze 4. He said that well, publicly. Um, is that the kind of strategy and tactics we're talking about? Or are we talking about how to get players from Diamond uh, I, I, in through Challenger I, into OPL? I, I don't think it matters. The thing, like, I'm going to use a Hearthstone analogy because I've been playing it lately. And it applies in League of Legends. Pick your deck or pick your champion and just play the champion. Mm. Because it's more important to learn what the other champions in the game do and how they interact. And you can't be learning new things about your champion while you're trying to figure out what other things do. Because otherwise you make mistakes, unforced errors, and you just die. So, so you need to get mm. your champion down pat, learn what every other champion in the game does, 
and then you can start branching out. So you're saying uh, minimize the variables in your learning process yes. in order to better understand the wider context. And when I say learn a champion, I'm not saying take the same champion five times into solo queue. I'm saying cha take the same champion 200 times mm. into solo queue mm. before you play anything else. Pick something that plays two roles, jungle top, you know, top mid. I don't know, maybe you can play something that plays mid lane and AD carry as well, like Jin, and just play the same damn champion over and over again. Mm. If you get auto-filled into support, which is going to happen, play Lulu for crying out loud or and Jana. max your shield. <laughs> or Jana. Jana is a little bit harder than Lulu because she has some tough decision-making points, but you can screw a whole team fight with Jana's ultimate. But Lulu, you just make someone big, you run around with your shield. I know the Whimsy build is popular at the moment. You're not good enough to pull that off. I am sorry. Max your damn shield. Take wind speakers. <laughs> my, my advice would be not so much a gameplay perspective or what to do in the game, but more of a mentality. I would say learn the variable of 30-30-40, which is 30% of the games you play, you are going to lose no matter what you do. 30% of the games you play, you're going to win no matter what you do. Mm. Whereas that 40% is entirely under your control. Mm. And you just have to understand that that's just how it's going to work in solo queue. And once you get that mentality down pat, you're going to start to win more of those 40% games where you understand that you can make a difference. You win some, you lose some, you've got to affect what's on the fence. That's your, that's your advice there, yeah. Fish? Mm. Taking a stance in defense of the fence. The fence is a great <laughs> Tim Minchin song, by the way. Go listen to it if you have not. It is a fantastic song. This is uh, very good advice for both of you. All right, let's move on. What is the next question, Fish? Cool. We have one more, which is, hey, guys, love the podcast. It's Thank a great you. way to start my Friday afternoon. You've started to find a good rhythm in the fact that other regions are now copying you. It's a testament <laughs> to its quality. Keep Thank up the you. Good work. Thank, Thank you. you very much. It's about time someone said it. Fantastic. <laughs> now, great, great, great input. <laughs> now, my question. Uh, I know there's a question? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, do the question. Don't worry about it. No. I know there are a lot of variables, player strengths, enemy team compositions, and etc. but based on current competitive patch. What is the strongest team composition in terms of champions you could draft? Assume for the sake of this question, there are no bans and you get to pick all five champions at once. Also assume you have players capable of playing all champions to a high standard all and right. they all work well together. Thanks. I don't have a name, unfortunately, for all this right. person. Well, thank you for your email. Good question. Uh, good question. That's a good question. So basically what we're asking is what is the best, all things being equal, no holds barred. What is the best champion draft you can do? This is what we talked about. Uh, this is the Exodia. Exodia. The so Exodia team. If you get these five champions, you unlock the unbeatable combo. Now, mm. uh, Goku Power Rangers. <laughs> currently, I will say Galio is disabled. Yeah. And there are some. So we can't pick him. No. And there are some new champions on the way which are not released yet, but I assume they're going to be only when they're released because they basically <laughs> always are. Because uh, <laughs> apparently that's how we get Tash, you guys, to yeah, buy them at home. Obviously, guys. <laughs> Conspiracy <laughs> theory, Tim Foil hat on. So, uh, well, we, let, let's, talk, let's talk about. It. So, earlier in the year, your you, Camille would be top, your Rengar would be jungle, maybe your Blanc is mid lane, right? That, that, these are three OP yeah. champs, but they've been nerfed a lot throughout the split. Mm -hmm. uh, same with some other OPs like Ryze. So what, what is currently the most OP champ? I think Lulu's seen a lot of priority, so she's probably your support. Give me, come on, Fish, give it to me. What do you got? Wow, I, I, I can't decide, really. I, I would actually say that a lot of the champions that you need to fit as a five-man team combo are not the most powerful ones right now. If you look at support, the number one pick champion still is Karma. 
But I don't think Karma's the support you want to take for an all-powerful five-man team comp. But it is the strongest support at the moment. All right. It's interesting, because mid lane, you also don't have any real standout picks anymore. There's no more Rise. LeBlanc doesn't really stand out either. Uh, There's a lot of even matchups. Jace has been still still getting banned a little bit. Uh, mm. But that could be because you can flex Jace. I don't mm. know. Uh, we've also seen Syndra a lot have a lot of priority in mid lane recently. I think Talia is up there at the moment. See, mm -hmm. people are playing Talia, but people are also losing with Talia. Yeah, that's because we don't have great Talia players. I don't, I'm not going to blame the champion. <laughs> I'm going to blame the players on that one. There's <laughs> a shoddy workman who plays his tools. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to say Rumble is by far the best top yep. lane at the moment. Mm -hmm. I don't think many people are going to argue with that. I would say that Lee Sin or Graves are currently my pick for jungle. I'm going to go with Lee Sin because I need someone to create some form of CC. But you're a, you just a, you, you're you've played a lot of Lee Sin, right? Yeah. So you buy is this a bias? It's hard for me to tell if you're just being biased or you. No, not at all. This. I think the buff to buff junglers that can farm when they have to are now stronger than outright farming junglers. Oh, okay. uh, that's just my opinion. I mean, I'm sure someone's going to yell at me for mm -hmm. it. I think that Graves is still strong. I think that Rengar is still strong, but Lee Sin can definitely stand up to those guys. Right. Okay. Uh, I think that Rengar also has a case just because of his synergy with the other. Members like of my OP, or something. yeah, but then like they told me to ignore that, so I'm thinking like Lulu is going to be my support, right? And technically, Rengar has got the best synergy with Lulu, uh -huh. so if we're going for synergy, I'll go with Rengar. If we're just going with strong jungler at the moment, I'm going to go with Lee Sin. What about Ivan? Yeah, don't like Ivan. Okay. Uh, he gets invaded real easy. Mm. All right. He, and if you ha ever don't have pushing lanes with Ivan, you just are useless. Okay. Whereas Lee Sin still has a place. So I've got my five. I okay. think I know my five. Rumble top lane, yep. Rengar in the jungle, Oriana in the mid lane with Lucian Braun bot lane. Lucian Braun bot lane? Yep. Now, I, I know Lucian's kind of, he is quote-unquote smooth now since uh, the recent changes to Lucian, but why Lucian Braun bot lane? Because it feels yeah. like Legacy and to a lesser extent Legacy Genesis are the only teams in the world that play Lucian Braun. Mm -hmm. So Braun, and I'm not picking Braun-Lucian as the combo, just specifically for the combo. Right. Uh, the, that's why I've only picked Lucian. Braun was picked because of Rumble. To synergize their ultimates together, uh, they're both fucking like and fire. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> they're both they're both carpet ultimates. They work very well together in team fights. Uh, Lucian is a very strong pairing with Brom in the bottom lane. You put any, put anyone else down there, it's not going to do as well. Maybe you could put Caitlyn or Ash, but if you put Ezreal, somebody else is not going to do yeah, as well see, into Lulu. I'm about to like I, I agree with the rumble. Lee Sin, I'm going with. I'm going to say Victor. Oh, uh, yeah. is probably my mid laner at the moment, and then I'm legitimately going like. Ash Lulu or like Caitlyn Lulu. Yeah, and Caitlyn's had a lot of priorities. Yeah, there is no way that you can run Lucian Braum into those two lanes. Yeah. Ash like destroys both of those champions so incredibly hard. And also, and Caitlyn does as well. And also, if you pick Lucian and you know you're going up against a Caitlyn, for example, that's yeah. a very hard lane. You know, well, mm -hmm. anything with Lulu is a very hard lane if you don't have the range to yep. go with it. So Lulu is actually the more important person to watch in that lane. Right. The reason is is that her speed up means that even if Braum gets near you, like goes for the flash combo, the speed up is so strong and then the polymorph is even stronger. Yeah. So that's what really ruins the lane. People look at the AD carry and they're like, ah, their range is all important. But if mm. you've got movement speed, like Tom Kench used to do this cool thing where he would like flash leak you and then just chase you down the lane. It didn't matter about your range. Um, but yeah, Lulu makes or breaks that lane. All right, well, again, hashtag OPL show. Let us know your top five champions, your unbeatable composition in a uh, competitive game with people who actually know how to play the champions or maybe with a uh, perfect robots who you've programmed somehow a la our, our, our April Fool's Pank April Fool's, Fool's Pank oh my goodness wow
Oh, English singers. It was so. It was such a good outro. It was. It was. It was flowing in, and then I just messed no. it up. It's done. Yeah, yeah. And because well. we're only a one take show, Absolutely. that's what you got to stick with. <laughs> we're doing it. <laughs> we did it live, basically. Hey, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week with our final, our grand final preview. But in the meantime, you can join us 5 p.m. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for best of five gauntlets, uh, starting off with AV versus Cena and going through the Chiefs and also Legacy. I'd like to thank Matthew Fierce Stewart and also Jake Spawn-Tiberi for joining me here, and we'll see you on the weekend. Bye! Bye. I mean, Friday 5 p.m. That's what I meant, not the weekend. Bye! <laughs> the chef. <laughs>